Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. Hope you're able to tune in during the first half. My guest this morning, Congressman Tom Tiffany, talked about a couple of things. Oh my gosh, the awful, awful, uh, you know what, awful isn't even, doesn't, doesn't even give it, uh, describe it accurately enough. This, this horrific scourge on the United States and this fentanyl poisoning that's going on. Did I say, yeah, poisoning, yes, chemical poisoning of, uh, of young people, of anyone that is being gravely affected by this fentanyl crisis that is, is a deliberate attempt attempt to kill American citizens. Uh, I'm going to play a clip of one of the moms that spoke yesterday during this hearing that Congressman Tom Tiffany was discussing. I, uh, oh my gosh, I just, my heart goes out to this mom. Uh, I am a fellow mom of, uh, of a young person who has made some unfortunate decisions in his life. Here's this mom. The year Caleb was born, 2000, there were 20,000 drug-related deaths. And the year they died, it was five times as many. And um, I appreciate you using the term fentanyl poisoning because that's what it was. It wasn't an overdose. They had no idea that they were doing anything that could kill them. And it's because fentanyl got into this country. I, I heard this man over here from the Cato Institute, you know, talk about, well, it's because of demand. What I'm hearing him say is they asked for it. What the hell? Seriously? Are you kidding me? We need to protect our children. They didn't ask for that. This wasn't demand. They wanted the fentanyl. They didn't want fentanyl. They thought they were getting Percocets. Okay? He's absolutely clueless. Like, total disconnect from what's happening. Um, you know, and to say, oh, let's just give them strips or let's give them rehab. Well, you know what? My kids got the federal. My son, Caleb, went to federal rehab. It was a flop house. It wasn't real rehab. You're wasting your money where you're sending it. I'm telling you, it's a waste of money because it wasn't real rehab. And the government paid for their drugs under COVID. They encouraged them not to stay home. All these young people in our support groups, we all talk about it, how they paid for their drugs with the federal funds under COVID that gave them incentive not to work. Healthy young people. Thank you, Ms. Kiesling. Okay, so three words. Close the borders. That is a start. It just breaks my heart that a mom has to go through what this woman did and that any mom would have to go through what she has. She, th- that particular woman, she lost two children to fentanyl poisoning. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. couple topics this morning. The, uh, the situation at the, uh, well, up in Lac de Flambeau, and then this issue here with uh, the fentanyl poisoning that's going on in our country because of our porous borders. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Good morning, Meg. Morning. Hey, uh, thank you so much for having Matt Kittle on and for having uh, Congressman Tiffany. They are truly great Americans. They are heroes, and uh, they're speaking the truth. What they're reminding me of is uh, Tom Sawyer. Do you remember when uh, that guy got off the boat from Tom Sawyer and uh, revealed himself as being the, you know, the brother uh, or the lost uncle or whoever it was uh, when they were pulling that big Ponzi scheme? On, on all the people uh, to take away all their prosperity and everything. Do you remember that at all? I do, yes. Okay. 
that's such a teachable moment, both for adults and for uh, for kids. And and those those people were then uh, uh, tarred and feathered as they should have been. And that's what we should be doing to all these people who have been behind this scamdemic and continue to lie to us and keep trying to take away our freedom. The, now, what we need to do, we've, we've heard again and again and again how bad things are at the border. I have no doubt that this is true. But we need to take action now. And what we need to do, and this is, I want to start. I, I talked to my family about this. This is what I'm going to do. I am setting a, a date aside where I'm going to take people in my, I'm taking a day off from work, and I'm going to just drive people to the polls and to, to City Hall so that they can vote. And that starts on the 21st. The 21st of this month is the first day that you can go to City Hall and vote. And that will be from the 21st to the 24th. Now, that's the, the Saturday of the 27th, um, 327, uh, the, you can also take people there. So I, I don't know if we want to call this the Java movement because maybe you could go have coffee afterwards or something. But I want everybody who's listening here to take one, two, ten, fifty people with them if they can, and uh, and and get to city hall. We need to do the early vote. We need to get as many people as we possibly can in because our freedom is totally on the line right now. Gosh, Lewis, you rock. You know, I I, I love it. Someone someone has perhaps been listening to the program. Thank you. Hey, I want to ask you, um, with regard to uh, the, well, I guess getting out the vote efforts, um, I'm I'm so so thrilled that you are willing to do this. And I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to the program. Oh, my gosh, was it just yesterday? Everything blends into, is today Thursday? Yes. So yesterday, during, right before the 8 o'clock news, I had a guest from the Dane County Republican Party, Chrissy Ilgen, who is the new vice chair of the Dane County Republican Party, and she, her phrase that she used when she was uh, giving a speech about why the members during their caucus should vote for her to be the next vice chair, she said, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's what we all have to do. I mean, isn't, isn't uncomfortable worth... worth uh, Preserving our freedoms and and preserving all of the the reforms that we've seen over the course of the last ten years here in Wisconsin. Success is always on the other side of fear, always. And if you want to be successful at preserving uh, the, the the blessings of liberty, and they are blessings mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. If if we want to be successful at doing that, we need courage, and that means you step up and you step up now, and you get out there and you take initiative and you shake things up. Because there's people who are being cowards. They know that this is wrong, and they're sitting, you know, they're like Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing, I hear nothing. How convenient for you to say that when your country is burning and you're doing nothing. That is cowardly, and I'm sick and tired of it. These people need to get up off their ass and and save this country because it is being attacked. It is being attacked from China. It is being attacked from within, and we need to save it, and we need to save it now. You're hired. Thank you. Lewis, oh my gosh, I appreciate your call so very much and your passion. I hope that it's contagious and that others take your lead and also take a day off of work or take a lot of days off of work between now and April 4th and get as many people to vote in this upcoming state Supreme Court election. I say let's unite around the common cause to beat Janet on April 4th.
Amen. And and also our local school board. That is so important oh, also. Yes. yes. Uh, please don't forget that. Are you you know, the the war this cultural war is taking place in our schools. And we need to understand that. And we need to appreciate that every single day they are trying to pervert the hearts and minds of our kids. And we, we need to take action and, and we need to support those conservatives that are fighting to, to save our you know, the hearts and minds of our kids at our schools. Well, and, and I, I will challenge you. I know you'll, you're up for it, but I will challenge you to call again and to promote those WASA school board members or those WASA school board candidates that are running so that we can ensure that they either get reelected or that they uh, get elected to the WASA school board so we can, we can be uh, certain and we can be assured that we have representation on the WASA school board. Lewis, I don't know if anybody can top you today. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. God bless. God bless you, too. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Good morning, Meg. Uh, Jeff from Merrill calling. Hello, Jeff. Uh, congratulations to Lewis for bringing it here this morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a little more. Okay. Uh, Hit me. Okay. Remember when I told you, this was probably three months ago I called you, uh, Superman is the greatest of the superheroes, but a handful of kryptonite can bring him to his knees. Once again, the Democrats and the liberals are using this kryptonite of abortion, and they're going to beat us. They've beat us in every election so far with it, and they're going to beat us again with it. We had an opportunity. Ron Johnson said, let's put this abortion thing on a referendum. Let's let people vote on it. Yes, we may have to swallow our morals just a little bit, but remember, you can't legislate morality. It never has worked. It never will work. We could have already had this abortion issue six months ago. We could have had this on a referendum, let the people vote on it, and we could have had limited abortion that we could have had some control over. Now what we're going to get is we're going to get infant genocide like Minnesota has, uh, because right now I would conservatively say our odds of getting Dan Kelly over the, over the victory line are about... 10%. We, you know, and you have frequently quoted Winston Churchill, who said, better to fight an enemy when the odds are in your favor, you know, oh, and take gosh, them out. But we, right. we twiddled that opportunity away, you know, all because some people had to just stick to their morals. Well, you know, I mean, every now and then you got to throw a dirty punch, you know. I mean, in my formative years, I knew a guy. You know, we used to hang out in the bars, and we we all knew this guy. I won't mention his name because he's probably still alive yet. But you knew not to pick a fight with that guy because he would do anything it took to win. He'd poke you in the eye, he'd kick you in the groin, he'd bite you, anything. And, you know, somebody asked him, "Don't how do you like that reputation of being a dirty fighter? And he said, it's a fight, not a beauty pageant. He said, you do what you have to do to win because tomorrow all anyone's going to remember is who won. And we are not willing to do that. Our opponent is willing to do that. And there's another famous saying. John Madden used to say, when you got a man down, kick him again. Mm -hmm. And they're going to knock us down, and they're going to kick us. Mm -hmm. And they're going to keep kicking us mm -hmm. until we can't get back up. Right. So we better... We had a chance to get this abortion thing off the table, and we frittered it away. Now we have, a, we have a terrific battle, and Lewis is right. Everything is on the line this time. We better get enough people out there 
to get Dan Kelly across the line, because if we don't, Matt Kittle outlined it beautifully, not only will we lose the abortion thing, we're going to lose everything. We're going to lose we're going to lose Act 10. We're going to lose our voting rights. We're going to lose so many other things that we work so hard to get. People, wake up. This is, this is the last chance. If we lose this one right now, it's done. Okay, so don't hang up because, uh, I mean, while you're on a roll and, and you know, hang on. Just uh, I will say this. Uh, Speaker uh, of the Assembly, Robin Voss, he tried, he tried to get some exceptions onto Tony Evers' desk, but there were there were some uh, uh, senators on the Senate side that wouldn't go along with this, and this was a game of chess that we were that we were hoping we would reveal the the true intentions of Tony Evers, because the the Democrats like to say, "Oh, Republicans aren't even in favor of exceptions." Well, the Republicans on the Assembly side were willing to to send it to Tony Evers to call his bluff and to reveal that that what they really want is unadulterated, I don't know if that's the right word, abortion at, at, any, at any month, at any term, up until birth, like they have in Minnesota. And what's happening is those people in the state Senate are sacrificing the entire abortion law for, for what? I mean, we're, we're going to lose the entire abortion law because of the actions of some that are unwilling to call the bluff of Tony Evers. Okay, you're 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 partially right about this, Meg. Uh, yes, but we shouldn't have even tried to play that game with Tony Evers, as Ron Johnson very capably spelled out. This man, in my opinion, is a field general. We sh- what we should have done is just put a referendum up. It should have been already voted on by all the people. We could have did an end run right around Tony Evers, put it on a ballot, say choice A is the law just as it is, you know, the 1849 law just as it is. Choice B is very limited abortion that we're going to control. And believe me, Meg, as much as it pains me to say this, you know, we can't, we can't make people, we can't, you know, we can't legislate morality, but I think if we had good limitations and a good solid law that people understood, we would have a far better chance of winning more people over to our side. You know, we could educate them. It might take a little while, but we could get, we could save more lives. Now, you know, we could have already had this done. That abortion issue could have been completely off the table as we move into the Supreme Court election, and we could have been talking about Act 10. We could have been talking about all the good things that, that are here for, for the citizens of this state. We missed that opportunity. It's too late now. We can't get it out there. Now all we've got is a damn slim chance, in my opinion, to get Dan Kelly across the line. It, I'm not saying it can't be done. But we are going to have to vote like our lives depend on it now. Because they do, and so, and along with the unborn. Because, you know, as I said, the they they've sacrificed the entire abortion law for what? Well, and now not only are we going to lose that, but we're going to lose Act Ten. We're going to lose everything. Yeah, well, if, absolutely. If, if Protestant wins, because we had a chance to stop this long before, mm-hmm. and we didn't do it. Uh, don't play games with Tony Evers. You know what that moron's going to do. He's going to. These people are in league with Lucifer. There's no doubt about it. And you don't don't even play their game. Well, and knock know, them down and run them over like six miles of bad road. It's interesting. I won't say who it is, but a Republican state senator that I had a conversation with 
uh, when I said uh, when I actually pitched this idea because I I think you've you've called uh, you've spoken about this before about the referendum and essentially the senator said that he didn't trust the people to make the right decision and so again well, it's a sacrifice uh, sacrificing the entire. 1849 abortion law and I'll say this too and then I'll let you get in another word but um, there was a there was polling that was conducted by Republicans and naturally both Republicans and Democrats do polling polling that they discovered Republican polling that discovered that only 10% of the Republicans only 10% of those people prefer zero abortions and that was their own polling that uh, that said that no no ex- uh, they they did not agree with any exceptions to the woman's health or to uh, or for rape and incest, and so it's it's only ten percent that are trying to control this narrative here in Wisconsin on the Republican side, and it's horrifying to me that we're going to lose. We're, yes, we're going to lose the eighteen forty nine abortion law, but we're going to lose, as you said, as Matt Kittle has said, as Lewis said, we're going to lose everything else because of. Of uh, the, uh, you know, I guess I don't know if you want to say pigheadedness. You give me an adjective. Well, you know, I mean, and and Meg, I guess I, I, you know, I would have to say that, you know, I mean, I'm willing. I, I, I don't think we can we can legislate and say absolutely no abortion for any reason whatsoever. In a perfect world, we could do that, right? You know, and that that would be the right thing to do. But this isn't a perfect world. And we've got to do the best we can. And if I, I would have been in favor of a law that that amended the 1849 thing, that added a few sensible, you know, what what you might call sensible additions, you know, so that we could have stopped them from having a genocide bill like they have in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, because and, and I would have rather, because we could have won the war then. We could have won the war then. And I really believe, Meg, in my heart of hearts as a Christian, that we have to keep reaching out to people. And if we put sensible restrictions on, I don't think there's as many people out there that want to have abortions as what what the left would have us believe. I think it's a very, very small number. But we have a better chance if if we can build a fence around this and then talk to these people and say, look, there's a better way to do this. Listen to us. You know, we, we, we let that chance get away. So now we have one last shot at it. If we don't get Dan Kelly across the line, it's over, yep. period. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's not very happy news, but we all need, know no, what we need not. to do. So, Well, Jeff, thank you for your passion as well. I think you matched Lewis in, in, uh, in your exuberance this morning. So I appreciate you calling in this morning. I hope you have a nice day. Hey, you too. Thanks. Got to go to a break. I'll be right back with final thoughts on WSAU. for joining me on WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. I appreciate so much your calls this morning. And uh, sorry if 
I, you were trying to get through and you were unable to do so. I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. My mom passed away last week, and so we are holding a memorial service for her in the Twin Cities. So I will be gone until Tuesday. I look forward to talking with you again. God bless.